I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, Slee, this is really perfect timing. That our new time slot, yeah. starting at 9.55 on Tuesday morning, you get to enjoy the Dodgers beating the Giants. You get to enjoy SC beating up on San Jose State. You get yep. to enjoy the weekend. You get to take late. Get, everybody gets Monday off. You get to relax, enjoy yeah. time with your friends and family. And then we get to start an hour later and go an hour further, mm-hmm. right? We're going to go all the way to 1 o'clock starting on Tuesday. And it's the perfect timing because there's too much. There's not two two hours is not enough. We've got Dodger Giant rivalry. We've got college football. The NFL is right around the corner. The start of the NBA preseason is right around the corner. There's too much to do in two hours. The third hour is coming at exactly the right time. All right, plus you're gonna have great lead in Keyshawn J. Will Max doing the morning show. Does this make that the uh, remember when Max used to yeah. say that we were it's his our pregame, pre-game show? show. It's yeah, the, is that our yeah. is Max yep. our pregame show? I'm not that gonna put Key correct. in that category. Yeah. But Max no, kind of all feels of like them. it. All of them. All of them are now our pregame show. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, you mentioned it, and I know from a timing perspective. By the way, you know, sometimes you do bonus ask sleaze. Oh, would you like one? Well, I, I have one. <laughs> I have one. Oh, go. Oh, wow. Mason asked, Mace asked Labor Day weekend, hot dogs or hamburgers? Mm-hmm. I go hamburgers. I don't think. I don't think there's a bad choice. I, I have a reason why I don't think I ever want to have hot dogs again or many of them i hope mace feels the same way the 35 minutes i'm gonna go i'm gonna go hamburgers on that one i look I, it's like choosing between your kids i'm not picking i'm not picking one or the other that's insane right who's who's your favorite child well i'm not answering that question right you probably are i could see you actually answering that question no it's, it's like college football rankings the parents out there you're gonna understand what i'm about to say your children are like college football rankings okay they they're they're fluid they move you love them all equally Right, I have three children. Yep. I love them all equally. I would do anything. How many different polls are there? Is there's, there's the there's, AP? No, there's two. There's okay. the Travis poll and the Susan poll. There's two different polls. Okay, so there, it, it's much like the AP and the coaches poll. There's two different ones. Yeah, but we could have different different rankings at different times. We love them equally, but we like them differently at different times. Like when if somebody comes home with a really good report card, they move up in the rankings. Somebody stays out past curfew, they drop. Are so your kids? Are, are, are your, are your you kids sitting on Sunday night waiting for the rankings to come out? <laughs> they Nervous the, as hell. They know the rankings better than anybody. They they are they are very aware. They're playing the of, ranking game. Oh yeah, no. My, Michael gets to do that. Yeah, sure. He, he's your favorite. Well, this week he is. <laughs> Next week might be different. Next week might be different. So I'm not answering that question. We're not going to do that. All right. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests will appear on the Goodyear Hotline. Ed Orgeron is back in town. Yep. Ed Orgeron was the interim coach at USC after they fired Lane Kiffin on the tarmac at Santa Monica yep. Airport. Remember that? Yeah. I think it was ASU that just absolutely mm-hmm. annihilated Could the Could I get Trojans. a Diet Coke? I'm sorry. You're no longer <laughs> hey, a part of this university. Lane, real quick over here by baggage claim. Yeah, you're done. Oh, oh, okay, cool. So that that happened. Where's put- my bag? We left it over there. <laughs> it's in Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> we that that happened. There wasn't space. There just wasn't space. Ed Orgeron comes in as the head coach of the Trojans. Mm-hmm. They go six and two. 
they play really well. Yeah. The players love him. Mm-hmm. The fans love him. The fans at SC games are throwing the O, like they're Oregon Duck fans, right? They got the O over their heads for Coach O. They mm-hmm. love him. All right. USC is very noncommittal about whether or not they're going to bring him back. They lose to UCLA decisively in the last game of the season, 35 to 14. They let him know shortly thereafter that he is not going to be the head coach moving forward, that they're going to give the head coaching job to Steve Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. Edo decides that he is not going to go to the Las Vegas Bowl, which USC was playing in that year. They weren't going to do that. He'd be bounced. And he called it the worst day of his life other than the day his father died. Mm-hmm. Okay, here he is explaining on why he thinks he didn't get the USC job on 60 Minutes. In 2013, despite his success as an interim coach for USC, he was denied the full-time job. You want to hear the story I heard? The players loved you, the fans loved you, the coaches loved you, and the high-up said, we need the kind of guy who's got golf clubs in his trunk. Exactly right. I'm not a country club guy. You think where you're from, even your your accent, influenced that decision? For sure, no question. What are some of the stereotypes or misconceptions people might have about Cajun population? Dumb, Uh, not worthy, not worldly. Okay. It's because of the way he looked, and it's because of the way he sounded. Mm-hmm. That that was his takeaway as well, and that was pretty well communicated to the universe that S the most SC thing ever, right? You don't look right, so we're gonna go and did Sark looked right. How'd mm-hmm. that work out? That's who you decided to go get. Coach O sounds like he just hey, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna block guys, and we're gonna tackle guys, and we're gonna go out and play some ball. One heartbeat, That's not bad right one there. team. Funch that. Okay. That's pretty spot on. That's right him. That's there. just Cookie Monster mm-hmm. mixed with a little bit of Matumbo. How's your jaw? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> We're going to go out and beat the Bruins. We're going to go out and beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's him. Okay. That's who he is. It's where he's from. Doesn't fit in LA, according to USC. Not Hollywood enough. Not polished enough. Mm-hmm. Not like They were terrified that he's going to go talk to some fancy USC booster that's got a billion dollars in the bank and say, hey, you doing, Mark? Yep. We're going to go out there. We're going to beat San Jose State. They didn't want that. They wanted. Clay Helton, nice to meet you. How you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Boy, that stock price is up, isn't it? That's what they were looking for. Sure. Right? They're looking for that. Mm-hmm. This dude goes down the road to LSU and wins a national championship. How huge a mistake. Wins a freaking national Heisman championship. Winner, Just think about that for a second. We're not talking about made it to a big bowl game. We're not talking about in the college football playoff. We're talking about winning a national championship. Yep. Bill Plaschke, LA Times, has a great, great piece this morning and I'm going to read off a couple quotes from it, okay? One of the quotes is, I thought I'd be in Los Angeles forever. Those memories are going to pop up. I'll avoid them, but they're still there, okay? I'll try to avoid them, but they're still there. He's not making a big deal about coming back tomorrow, playing UCLA. Uh, the last game he coached with uh, with USC was a loss against the Bruins. Um, it, it's, Worst day of my life since my daddy died. By the way, that's that's, that's a quote. that's an incredibly powerful quote too. Yeah, says I never forget that day. I'm walking back to the dressing room. UCLA fans are screaming, eight more years, eight more years." That's when they lost eight years. This is back previous then, but it's it, it's interesting. Kind of comes full circle, and I know you and I were kind of throwing this out there. And I listen. We don't sit here and spend a ton of time, especially in the off season, talking USC football. Mm-hmm. It's because they're lousy. The expectation. What? What are you? What's USC coming into this season? 15, Top 15 and one, sixteen something? and the other. I think. Okay, fifteen and sixteen. What? What do you think most USC fans would say about where they're ranked today? Well, 
That's the great question, and that's a question I'm curious that USC fans want to answer. Have you, would you have won a national championship the way that Ed Orgeron did in Louisiana in mm-hmm. L.A.? Look, the one, nobody, there's not a person out there that doesn't understand that Ed Orgeron is one of the great recruiters in college football. Mm-hmm. Let me just let me, let me stop right here, and we'll come back to your question. We all watch the NFL draft, right? It's basically three schools that supply everybody with their players. And it's, one conference. It, it's LSU, yep. it's Alabama, and it's Ohio State. These, mm-hmm. these are the three teams that sure. just load this place up. Well, guess who used to be one of those teams? It used to be USC. USC had a first-rounder every year for – I'm going to get it wrong, but something like 13 years in a row, USC had one first-round pick. I, I believe, and I'm going by memory here, I think USC only had two guys taken in the whole draft last year. Two players. LSU had probably two guys taken in the first 10 picks, mm-hmm. if not more. He gets guys. They would have been really good with him. So he doesn't walk in to a country club here in town and look the part. Who gives a damn? They would have won games. He knows how to get the guys. Look at the draft. Look at the USC draft. USC had fewer players drafted than Utah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. How many people live in Salt Lake City? I don't know. 500,000? Just picking. How many people live in L.A.? 12 million? What the hell? But that, you know, that that, that goes back to something. There's a certain, it's, this is where you can make a mistake. If you're judging somebody, you know, I always say don't judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. We've heard that cliche before. That's probably not something, let, let's put it this way. This is not, it's not uncommon in life. Like, this happens. Yeah. When somebody looks at somebody and says, no, I don't think they could play that part. No, he doesn't look the way I want, or she doesn't look the way I want him to, whatever the case is. But this is one of those mistakes from a USC perspective, Trav. It's one of the most critical mistakes that this university has made. And and here's the you know reality of it. When we talk college football, the way you used to talk about USC, you haven't talked about in a long time mm-hmm. here in, in, in L.A. Look. This is a team that just needs the right guy at the helm. Funch, do me a favor. Grab the uh, quote from Clay Helton talking about San Jose State. Okay, I want to play that in a second. But USC has had a couple of different, maybe more than a couple. Let's go back a little bit here. This is a little bit before my time, but John McKay had USC cranked up, winning national championship, Heisman trophies, number one, et cetera, et cetera. Handed it off to John Robinson, who did basically the whole thing all over again, okay? And then they hit a period of time where it wasn't great. You had Larry Smith come in. You had Paul Hackett. You had some guys that just really went. And the program kind of felt flat and stale. And, like, it it didn't have the Trojan juice that it used to in the 70s and early 80s. And it was stale, and it was old. And it was like, hey, what's going on? And USC couldn't hire Mike Bellotti away from Oregon. USC couldn't hire Dennis Erickson. USC couldn't get Mike Riley to go uh, come back to his alma mater leave his and charger there, job. leave mm-hmm. the Charger job. Mm-hmm. And so they finally said, you know what, just give it to Pete Carroll. Just Let's just get this done. Well, guess what happened? USC, boom, right back. That mm-hmm. It doesn't take much. You need the right guy because all the players are here. The commitment to winning is here. And they let the right guy walk out the door. The right guy was right there in front of him, but because he had a funny voice? That's insane. It's insane that they did it. Because, look, I, I, I've heard it before. Coach O isn't a good coach. Coach O is not an X and O's guy. That that's why he didn't work at Ole Miss, and that's why last year LSU team. Fine. Go get the same assistance that you had at LSU and put him in the booth at USC. You know it's unfortunate? Who gives a damn? You know it's unfortunate? You know people used to always say every time there wasn't a professional football team here? You don't need one. SC is your professional football team. SC is going to pack the Coliseum and 
you're going to have 80,000, 90,000 fans are going to be there. Damn, those days have changed. Mm-hmm. Those days have changed. You know, we always say this from a sports perspective in L.A. You got to win or they just won't be interested. Yeah. What's happened to the Coliseum? I Listen, I know well, COVID, everything else, but I'm saying it's just not the same. It's not. L- listen to this. This is Clay Helton talking about getting ready to play San Jose State tomorrow. Coach Brennan has done an amazing job uh, building this program uh, and has several key members of this team back uh, that has created a really talented team. I think any time that you have the trigger man uh, in Nick Starkle coming back and the defensive MVP of the league in, in Cade Hall, uh, as well as several other talented young men Stop, that have a lot of experience and a lot of confidence, Stop. you have a good football team. You know, this was well, what do you the top want him to 25 do? team last year, and Not they this. look like it again this year. So great challenge for us on opening day taxes will be filed right there no 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 Good, great challenge for us no no no. you're usc they're san jose state stop we're done okay but what do you want him to say what i, do you I want, want him, him to, to say we're getting ready to go win the pac-12 we're getting ready to compete for a national championship we're mm-hmm. getting ready to guys to go send them to the nfl i get that they don't say stuff like that they but won't that's, that's they won't what i it. need the vibe to be mm-hmm. okay i don't need vibe is different vibe is a good no, way to that's put the it. vibe the mm-hmm. vibe is that well San Jose State's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They got a nice quarterback. But you listen. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Listen to any coach. A lot of it is all oh, coach talk. No, no. Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron. A couple of years ago. Roll Tide. Bleep you. Roll Tide. Go Tigers. Go. He's an he's an he's an he's a maniac. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. And it works. Vogel's not going to say that. It, Dave Roberts not going to do that. Little different in pro sports, but I hear you. I hear you. You need somebody that understands that USC is special, or at least used to be. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that's good. I don't want to hear the USC coach talk about, well, San Jose State, you know, they got a good quarterback. They're Vi- a top vibe, 25 team. Vibe no. is an interesting. That, that's a good way to put it because there was a swagger that came with USC back in the days. There was a uh, a swagger that came with Pete Carroll. There's a swagger that came with that university. Yeah, that's gone. That, that whatever swagger that was before, that's that's long. The gone. swagger's in Eugene. The swagger's in Utah, where mm-hmm. they know that hey, we got a chance to win this conference. It swagger in USC Utah. I don't think every I've, time. I don't think I've ever heard that. Before. <laughs> you know, it's probably the first time. So much swagger yeah. in Utah. I said I said two guys picked in the draft last year from SC. I was off by a little bit. It's actually five, but they used to have five guys taken in the first six picks. It felt like, mm-hmm. and now it, it's just a a totally different time. I still want to talk about the first time you got gutted by your favorite sports team. Of course, the Dodgers and Giants. They've had a whole bunch. Okay, of Okay, I, I got to throw something at you. Yeah, we could do this as well. Your favorite rivalry in LA. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's kind of play this out. Dodgers got the Giants later tonight. Um, we're just talking about USC. UCLA is playing uh, is playing LSU tomorrow, so you're just kind of trying to think. Of course, Lakers Celtics. If you want to chime in on this as well, your favorite rivalry in LA. If you're trying to pick, right? You get is it Lakers and Celtics, or is it Dodgers and Giants, or is it USC UCLA? You can uh, be a part of this. Uh, be a part of that as well. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. All right, that's coming up. Plus, we got Factor Cap coming up at ten thirty. Lakers ranked number two in the Wesley. Who's smoking what? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I honestly can't believe that it took me this long to tell you this. I told Funches the second I came through the door this morning. I got here at 7. Uh-huh. It's 10 So what happened? So I'm driving in this morning. Okay. Right? And I'm coming north on 110, headed towards downtown. Yeah. Okay. Basically, are driving in from Chula Vista. <laughs> kind of. That's kind of where you're. <laughs> kind of. Four hundred so miles to get in. Coming in, uh-huh. northbound on one ten, mm-hmm. and I'm passing the bank, Bank California Stadium. Mm-hmm. Great stadium, by the way. And as I'm driving, it's dark still when I'm coming in. Yep. Lighting up the night sky, a giant billboard on the video boards outside. Travis and Slee was seven ten. That's what ESPN. I'm talking about. I, you know, Funches. <laughs> Why does he wait this long? He doesn't want me to know no, about no, no, no. it. No, no, no. He had the biggest smile on his face when he walked in, too. <laughs> was I like cut off? I, I honestly just said, forgot. Travis Ann, and then that was it. You know what it is? I've been on it so far. You've been on it so far. Sure. Been on it, the big A down south. Yep. Been done that. Yep. You know, it, it just kind of at some point. I've been on Facebook. Been on, I'd been on the bank before, you know. Okay, that, let me, what's let next me, for you guys? No, let, let me tell you something. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't say it. Don't answer. Been on at Honda Center. I just want to make sure that that's out there, too. Don't answer. There's one that really, that that tops everything. Yeah. What? Which one do you think it is for me? It's Staples Center. You kidding me? Of course. We've been on at Staples Center. I'm ready to barter every other billboard you know for just <laughs> like, one moment. Just you. I just need seven seconds on Staples Center, been and on then the I'm done. on the rotator, and you know, and, and where the press box, not the press box, but where the table, the scores table, where yeah. the players check in. Mm-hmm. Been on that. Where, you know, everybody sees that. Been on why that. do you have to say it that way? Like, why do I get that look? I've just been on it. What? You know where I haven't been? And it yeah. would be Dodger Stadium. We need to make that happen. I need to get on at Dodger Stadium. That's something that absolutely has to happen. Very quickly. You need a Dodger vote on that ESPN thing. That's what you need. That would be good, too. Mm-hmm. We'll get to your phone calls coming in just one second. 877-710-ESPN. This is what I want from my college football coach. Whoop, let's try that again. This is what I want from my college football coach. You. <laughs> That's Ed Orgeron after he beat Alabama. After he went to the national championship and beat Nick Saban. Rosen, what you? Was that Helton? Well, San Jose State has a very good quarterback, and um, they're, they're, they're well coached. They had a uh, top 25 roster towards the end of the year. Or. Rosen, what you? <laughs> That's what SC was terrified of. And your taxes will be filed <laughs> by June. All right, we're talking about the time that sports broke your heart. We're talking about the best rivalries here well, in and, town. And, and let's pay attention to the, the yeah. best rivalries. You know, th- there isn't – we're talking about how excited we are for this weekend. Travis, you're going out of your way to set up your dinner reservation. I asked you, what's the setup tonight? You're like, well, I'm actually doing dinner a lot earlier. Why? Because the San Francisco Giants, who have the same exact record as the Los Angeles Dodgers, are taking on each other for a three-game set. If you're looking at rivalries in L.A., What's your favorite rivalry? So if you got a squad for the Lakers, if by the way, Dodger fans might say, No, no, no. The Astros, that's who I want to face fans. in the World Series. Younger, Younger Dodger, Dodger fans, fans for sure. USC UCLA. So we, we throw that one out there as well. All right, let's go to Highland Park and Lewis. Lewis, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Lou? What's up, fellas? Good morning. morning. I want to say congrats on the billboard and getting Mason upset. I love it. <laughs> but uh the best but the best uh, rivalry in Los Angeles definitely is USC at UCLA Rose Bowl. Iconic with the San Gabriel Mountains in the background, just beautiful. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. The the Rose Bowl is a great say. Look, the Coliseum, while old and beat up and sure. kind of terrible most times, 
for a USC game, it's pretty great. It's still it's still a good spot. But to I, go to I get his, you know, the Rose Bowl is just beautiful. I mean, there's something about being in Pasadena, the mountains, the sun setting. It's, plus, it's a good plus, deal. that's the turf of UCLA, and you got all these USC fans. It's a perfect blended mix of both squads. Can I be a dork for a sec? Sure. You know what I love that, and I think Rick Neuheisel actually gets credit for this. Mm-hmm. I love that they went back to both of them wearing their home uniforms when they mm-hmm. play each other. Mm-hmm. That they, 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 that used to be the way that they did it a million years ago, and then they stopped doing it. That whoever was the road team would wear their road gear, but when they shared the Coliseum. They both wore their home gear. I like it. And now they're back to doing it. It looks great. I like it. It just looks absolutely fantastic. All right, let's go to Long Beach this time. And Robert, Robert, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, guys? Congratulations on the new time slot next week and the additional time. You guys are killing it on the show. I love it. Thanks, Robert. Um, wanted to say, you know, forget about the L.A. market. Forget about the California market. Los Angeles Dodgers and San Francisco Giants is a 131-year-old rivalry uh, that, that, that transcends geography that cross the country. It's the greatest rivalry in sports. There's no conversation to be had. It absolutely is, and it's, it's, it's a great time, like you guys talked about this weekend, watching them go at it with the exact same record. It couldn't be born dramatic. Uh, you know, maybe Alabama-Auburn is the Good. second greatest because of history, but Dodgers and Giants is it. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it, because you get, you get moments like this, Lee. High drive, deep right center field. Steve Finley walk off Grand Slam to beat the Giants and become the <laughs> National League West champs. That goes back to 2004. Tell me the hair on your arm isn't standing up right now. Yeah, that's pretty special. That's pretty special. And the, if he hits that against the Diamondbacks, yep. it's really cool. All right, can I can I tell? He did it against the, the the sad giant, this Dusty Baker. Can I tell you a quick? So good. Can I tell you a quick story? And especially this year, how much more we kind of appreciate moments like like hearing that clip right there. You're right. It does uh, – it just kind of makes you feel a certain way. So yesterday – I think I mentioned to you I was doing Spectrum yesterday, mm-hmm. and one of the three things you're most excited – that you're most looking forward to this upcoming season. My number three was fans back at Staples Center. Just just let me throw this back at you. You know, we, we talked about you got Lakers and Brooklyn coming up this year and everything else. Trav, we didn't have fans last year at Staples Center. Not until the very end. But even at the even very end, it was – I remember Michael. I mean, Michael, there were times where he's just like, how are we doing this? You know, he just wanted fans so uh, – he wanted fans. There's not a highlight you're going to play where the fans aren't the difference of what the enjoyment of that moment was. Mm-hmm. So I say that because Giants tonight, can you imagine what that park's going to be like? It's going to be rocking. It is. It is. College football is back. It's going to be rocking. You know, that the the element of not having fans, we appreciate sports probably today more than we ever have because you're finally getting everybody back. And unfortunately for the Lakers, you didn't have that all last season. Let's try another one on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Let's go to Westwood and Josh. Josh, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, Josh. Uh, I have two answers. The first one. I think the funnest rivalry that ever happened in L.A. was when Shaq and Kobe were facing the Kings uh, with Weber and Bibby. And it was a divisional rivalry. The playoffs were always intense. You had uh, Shaq making rap songs about, like, the Queens. 
and you had Christie and Kobe like getting into physical fights. I thought that was a great series. Josh, uh, I West still, Josh, I'm still trying to figure out yeah. how did Stoyakovich miss the rim by seven feet? He hit the side of the backboard. No, he didn't. I, I think he literally missed everything. I don't think it was side of the. I think he missed then he did everything. Both because it's one of my favorite lines ever that <laughs> he hit the side of the one of the greatest shooters of his era hit the no, damn PG, side of the PG backboard. He hit the side of the. Backboard. He did it too. That's what I remember. Uh, what, what, what's the other one, Josh? Yeah, and the other one um, was when it was uh, Ginobili and uh, Duncan against Shaq and Kobe. Because mm-hmm. that one, you really never knew who was going to win. When it was Kobe versus those guys, that's a real rivalry. You didn't know who was going to win, and you're, it always ended up being like a Western Conference Finals or like a big second round series. And uh, like the West was always winning. That kind of became the NBA championships, like that series. And uh, it was just a very competitive one. I wouldn't say it was like the fans hated each other, but like it was. No, uh, it's a it's a real right. Josh, appreciate you calling in. This is why Trav. That one's a great one. He said it. You don't know who's going to win. And, and That's was, a rivalry. And it was a de facto NBA championship series. Okay, biggest gut shot. One of my biggest gut shots. We were talking about this earlier. Uh-huh. Lakers have won three championships in a row. They're playing Game Five in San Antonio. Lakers are down, maybe twenty five or twenty seven points, something like that. They come all the way back. They're down two. This is in San Antonio. The ball ends up in Robert Ory's hand. He takes a three, and it goes in <laughs> and out. They lose that game. Then they finally lose the series, and they don't win four championships in a row. I felt like, what do you mean the Lakers don't keep winning championships? That's one of the gut, <laughs> gut-wrenching moments. That, look, there's a lot of them, and there's a lot of them in the Dodgers-Giants series. Believe it or not, we have another one for you that's coming up in just a little bit. More of your phone calls as well. Plus, we've got Factor Cap right around the corner. It's all coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What other scoreboards should we be on? SoFi, check. Bank, check. Big A, check. Honda Center, check. Staples Center, check. What else? Local YMCA. Cool. I mean, I'll take one of those. (laughs) Arcadia High School. Granite Hills High. Our alma maters. (laughs) Go throw those out there. Granite's like, no, we're we're good. (laughs) Go Eagles, right? Eagles. Yeah, it's so random that you know that. Yeah, no, I think you said uh, my best friend from college is a Granite Hills Eagle. What up, O'Coin? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. The Giles brothers. Giles brothers. Yeah. I think Shane, Shane Spencer. Shane Spencer from yep. the Yankees, World Series champion. You got some guys. Remember the Bear? Well, you might not. Mike Lansford, the barefooted kicker for the Rams back in the 70s and 80s. Arcadia Apache. How do you like that? <laughs> I like the way you kind of pump your chest out when you say Arcadia High School. Arcadia Apaches. Go Apaches. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you're in a frat at U- Arcadia High School. <laughs> I don't think we had frats in high school, but we. I, 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 was, USC. I was basically William Zabka in high school. That was my role, <laughs> and I enjoyed it a great deal. It was pretty fun. 1965, Slee, another great moment. In, well, great might be the wrong word. Iconic, mm-hmm. historic moment, 1965, Juan Marichal's pitching for the, uh, the uh, San Francisco Giants, but he's up to bat. Okay, he's, he's hitting. He clubs the Dodger catcher over the head with his bat, Johnny Roseboro. Hits him, opens up a cut on his head. That's how fierce this rivalry has been at times where there was a little bit of a dust-up, a little bit of a confrontation, and instead of you know pushing and shoving like they do now, he took his bat and clubbed him over the head with it. That was back in 1965. There was a, was a tweet we got. I, I got to go find it, but not only do these teams have the same exact record, not only have they faced each other 16 times this year, and they're 8-8. Eight and eight. I want to say, did the runs, were they identical as well? I have to look. I, I, I'd have to do the math, but, but it, I think it's, it's close. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. There was another stat on there. It could have been runs scored where it was identical. And just kind of, it's one thing to have two squads facing each other that, you know, it's just a fantastic matchup. They're two of the best teams in Major League Baseball. But then you add the Giants element and the Dodgers element. How many of these calls have we taken today where people are saying, no, no, that's my favorite rivalry? Yeah. No, no, I, I know that the Lakers and the Celtics are out there, but no, the Dodgers and the Giants are my favorite rivalry. That, that just kind of adds to this element going into the final month of the season. On Twitter, we've gotten a couple of votes for El Trafico, too, which is right. new but still a really good one. All right, Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Fact or cap? It is a cap. Just heads up. It is a cap. We'll see. Okay, up first. Nets are the only NBA team in the East that can challenge the Lakers. Alan, is this factor cap? Nets, the only team that could challenge the Lakers in the East. Okay, Trav, let me break this down for a quick second. Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship. The Milwaukee Bucks um, were down at one point, two to nothing to Brooklyn. Yep. Should have won game three. Brooklyn should have won game three. And then after that, this is all without James Harden. Kyrie Irving goes down. Harden is a shell of himself. Milwaukee comes back and wins. I actually really like the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they could still be a challenge and a problem next year. And I think they got the confidence. There's no pressure. You already won a championship. But with all that being said, tell me who the hell competes with the Lakers other than the Brooklyn Nets. I, I don't know if I find a team that can. I think you answered your question, and that's why I think it's cap. Because Milwaukee figured out the puzzle. Now, did they catch a couple of breaks? Sure. They did. But once you know how to get to the top of the mountain, you can get back. Might not be easy, but you know how to get there. Chris Paul doesn't know where the, the last little part of the trail goes. Doesn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's really hard when you've never done it. Giannis knows his way to the top. Doesn't mean he gets back, but it means that he's going to be a problem for anybody that plays against him. So I think the Bucks are definitely in that. How place. many TikTok accounts do you have right now? Zero. Okay. That's uh, one less than Steve Mason, who, hmm. uh, yeah, I would – Mace has a, wait wait Mace has one or he doesn't does Mace he does have one, have one. he does know. have one I thought him and Ramona had one I thought they had one created a while back okay go ahead okay next up I have to play a piece of sound for you it's from Chris Long's Greenlight podcast impeccable you know who my you know who my college roommate was Odell Beckham senior he learned from me and his son learned from me. <laughs> So, if you don't recognize, that was Shaq. Uh, So, my statement is... thought it was Malik Monk. (laughs) uh, Tight end is the only NFL position where you kind of of pick someone off off the street to play. Travis, is this fact or cap? uh, Fact. 
I, I do. I think there are so many other things that require so much technical know-how in mm -hmm. football to learn that you would be at a distance. Like, you couldn't put somebody at defensive back and say, go cover Odell Beckham Jr. Wasn't Kurt Warner uh, bagging groceries? Yeah, but he was a football player. He wasn't a hockey player. That no, that's what he was. That's, that's His career was <laughs> yeah. a Ralph's Club he, card member. He, he was he was the guy making sure that your cans were on the bottom, but he also was an Arena League quarterback <laughs> at the same time. He was doing both. Don't put the eggs in that bag. Don't. <laughs> no, look, yeah, if, if you're a – you see it all the time. Antonio Gates was a basketball player. Yep. And they put him – he's going to go to the Hall of Fame as a tight end right that was Big my example athletic guys that can mm -hmm. just kind of run and cut basketball players lebron james is a tight end shaquille o'neal okay, is a tight end pointing every single one first of all i'm gonna go fact with you too but shaq as a tight end shaq's seven feet i don't know if shaq's the right answer but i'll tell you the right ones lebron that dude would be a tight end in the league yeah antonio gates was a fantastic example because all the time you know i remember this they would throw the ball up to him like a, you know, almost Antonio Gates would run a route and then he would seal a player like he is down at the block, literally as a postal player would do it. So there are guys that could kind of, if there's if there's one sport that goes back and forth, I feel like NFL and basketball have some uh, similarities I there. agree. I've, I have two theories. I want somebody to punch a hole in both of these theories, okay? I've never gotten a good explanation why you can't do this. Why has a sumo wrestler never been a goalie in the NHL? Just put there's no there's no place for the puck to go in. Just let him sit there and just get peppered by hockey pucks. Funches, I just see you <laughs> smiling, but also at the same time, like that's a damn I'm good having, point. Yeah, it okay. is. That's, that's a me, damn good what, point. Just put put him in. Is front. this what you think of at night? Like, is this when you're sitting there yes. and? This is what makes to me To poke me. a hole, I would be worried about his knees and his ACLs <laughs> being able. If he but can he has sumo to be on wrestle. skates. He has to be on skates. That's a, that's a, that's okay. a great – if there's okay. one knock to it, that's a great knock. He has to be on skates, and he has to stand up these, for how long? These guys are athletes, okay? They're I know graceful. they're huge people, but they're athletes. They know how to move their feet. You'd have to teach them how to skate, I guess, or maybe not. Just stand there on – the only place you could get a puck in is on the on the ice. Okay. Okay, that's number one. That's no, one here. hole that Funches is completely with you on. I mean, the, 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 the grin on his face. Right. And here's the other thing. Why not take somebody like Sean Bradley, okay? Yep. Just unbelievably tall, and put him on your football team and just say, you go stand way over there, and we're just going to throw it up in the air, and you catch it to, to how about, score how about, a touchdown. Here's, here's an example. How about AD, who's yeah, actually athletic? That's what I mean. Okay, but, but, He's actually athletic. But AD... AD's a good example. Giannis, somebody that could get way up in the air. You're not defending that. And if you want to say, well, we'll put three guys, that means that two other guys are wide open. Mm -hmm. Why don't we do that? What if Sean Bradley was like a soccer goalie? How about that? But there's even as big as he is, the, the goal is so big, he couldn't get side to side. This is something that I want you guys to spend a lot of time thinking about this weekend. <laughs> what, these are, and these I'm are probably the... not going to spend a lot of time asking myself that question. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, Dave Roberts will end his career with the Dodgers. Alan, is this factor cap? I'll go cap. How old is Dave Roberts? Is he 50 something? Okay, he's 50 something. The only reason I'm going to go cap is because I think he's got a lot more years managing in Major League Baseball. And this is just, you know, this happens. Joe Torre didn't finish with the Yankees, right? Like, um, there, Tony there's. Tony has managed 10 teams. There's great managers that end up moving. There's managers who have won World Series that end up moving. So I'll go cap on that one. Akabuno Taro would make a good hockey goalie. There we go. Konishiki would make a good hockey goalie. 
I Googled famous sumo wrestlers. So these are real people that the are. The question is factor cap, <laughs> oh, Travis. I, I, I was still preoccupied with my Konashiki was so overrated. Like, I don't even know where to start on this one. He's one of the great grand sumo champions of all time. What do you mean? What about uh, Hakuro Sho? 2008. I'll never forget that matchup. <laughs> what was the quote? Oh, Dave Roberts. No, he's going somewhere else. They all go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, Bill Belichick's been in two places. Bill Belichick's the greatest NFL coach of all time. You know, sorry, Vince Lombardi. Phil, sorry, Chuck. Phil Moore. Jackson. Phil Jackson yeah. coached two different teams. Now they're the only one who has in his pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're the exception that proves the rule, right? Mm -hmm. There's always one or two guys, but no, most of these guys go most of these different places. All right. Okay, I have one more left. Hit me. Labor Day is the most fun holiday weekend. Travis, this is factor cap. So what? Do we, uh, give our comparisons here. So we well, got Labor Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July. Fourth of July is great. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Okay. That, but that's not really a, a holiday where you party a ton. That's more go of a, a reflection party. Uh, mm -hmm. holiday. Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a good one. Like there's Thanksgiving, there's New Year's, there's there's party. Well, are holidays. we throwing everything in? We're throwing Thanksgiving, New Year's. Sure. I mean, like, but well, then I already got my answer. Labor Day Please is don't. right. Labor Day is number two for yeah, me, yeah. I think, that's... because the weather's good. What are we it's doing? It's warm. Here? There's we're baseball, throwing in the other ones. Football. Thanksgiving's Late, the greatest Day. holiday. We're throwing in all the other ones. It's a little too much sometimes. What's too much? The, it, that you the, got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, and nope, that it's all built that. around eating and watching sports. Nope, That's too I, I much. I like that part. Nope. You leave can out. I, What's can the other I bring part? this up? What's can the other part about up? Thanksgiving? You left out the most important part. I'm busy right now. Can I bring Can I bring this one up real yeah. quick? Yesterday it came up on Spectrum uh -huh. with Geeter. Yeah, love Geeter. He said, September, what a great time of the month for sports. And I said, but is it better than October? And he sat there, thought about it, and goes, no. April. Show ended. April. Show ended right there. You left out the best part or the, the worst part. You left out what, – what is Thanksgiving? Emily, what do you think about Thanksgiving? Family. Thank you. It's too much sometimes. Well, what's too much? It's one day. It's Thursday. No, they show up and they linger and they're in your house and it's you, you really would rather not see them at all. All your kids are back from college. They, they, that, that part I like, but there's, there's a whole – I don't want to say it. They might be listening. There's a, there's a component to this – that I could live without, that 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 happens during Thanksgiving. That I'd really is it really the in laws? Wanted. You just stay over there, Funches. It's it's not talking it's not family. Hit, let's it's not, not hit the bullseye too closely. It's not termites. It's just family. Just saying. You go silent. I'll go silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the dump coming up next. More of your heart. Your, your heart being broken by your favorite sports team because it happened to me. Joe Morgan and that damn home run back in 1982. Hopefully the Dodgers return the favor coming up in just a little bit. Don't forget that our 8th annual ESPN LA Golf Classic benefiting the, the V Foundation happening one week from today. Next Friday, September 10th at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Beautiful place there. Here's your chance to play in the sold-out tournament. 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10. You're going to win a twosome to play in the turn in the tournament. That would be you and one of your buddies. Thank you to our sponsor, Valvoline Instant Oil Change. That's home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Labor Day, Dodger baseball, it's college so football. Reagan. So good. I'll let you listen to your music. No, just let this play. What time are we off? <laughs> Look, somebody who's driving right now, uh-huh. they hear some outstanding music. And then my voice interrupts Bob Marley. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear Bob. Is this Bob? This is Mr. Marley. Mr. Marley. He feels he doesn't feel like he'd be formal. I feel like he'd be a little more casual. It's good music right here. It's fine. Dodgers Giants tonight. In the words of Marge Simpson, music is none of my business. By the way, you spent a lot of time in the break uh-huh. trying to justify what you didn't want to talk about over the air. You spent a lot of time talking about why Thanksgiving you didn't like. Oh, I like Thanksgiving. I just there are parts that that come with Thanksgiving that I don't like. Like I like turkey and mashed potatoes. Your and reasons stuffing. of why you loved doing the Laker broadcast before they just happened to play on Cruel. Christmas. Cruel. Well, I don't make the schedule, Slee. I just had to follow it. But I will say this: there's Sorry, some can't make it. There's Lakers some play the it. Clippers at seven. Why are you leaving at noon? Prep. Got to do the prep. These things don't prep themselves. Yeah, but the game's on at seven. You're leaving at noon. Uh, yeah, Prep. pregame starts at five thirty. <laughs> yeah, you think you think me asking Michael Thompson questions happen by themselves? I gotta, I gotta make sure that this walk thing over is right. to Staples Center <laughs> probably around five. All right, you ready for me to help you? Yeah. Are you are you gonna cook this weekend? You said you're not gonna do anything. You've been on the road. You've been both in, in the air on the road. You've been traveling yeah. a lot. You're gonna you're gonna hang out at home. You gonna cook? Are you gonna order in? What are you gonna do? I'll probably order in. Okay. So, Emily, are you going to cook or are you going to order in? I'll cook a bit. Okay. So, let me help you then, Emily. Let me help you, Funches, if you're cooking in. Here's what you should make this mm-hmm. weekend. Get a pack of chicken thighs. Okay. Okay? It, preferably with the skin still on, if you can find them. The bone, sure. no bone, but skin, if you can do that. Skin skin means flavor. Put them in a zippy bag, right? However many you get, there's usually eight or ten in the, in the little package. Lime juice, garlic, and a bunch of cilantro, Okay. Little Sounds bit, like a great start. Little bit of all, a little bit of olive oil in the bag. Roll mm-hmm. the bag really tight so there's no air, air in it. Let it sit in your fridge mm-hmm. for a couple of hours. Okay, put them on the grill. Grill up your chicken thighs. You can't overcook them. You can't yeah. under they, they, as long as they've been on there for 15 minutes or so. You can leave them on there for longer. Yeah. They really never go dry. Mm-hmm. There's your main course. You turn them into tacos. You can just eat it on the plate, whatever you want. Okay, this you is can, what I heard. Grab chicken, put them in foil. No bag. Put nothing else in there. <laughs> Don't close the foil. Let let it breathe. Let the air breathe and throw three tablespoons of water on there. <laughs> Chop up a little jalapeno and onion in the bag if you That's want a little fantastic. more. Okay? That's fantastic. That's great. You can do yep. that too. That's your main course. Mm-hmm. Your side, we're going to make a little corn salad. Okay, we're going to put the corn on the grill as well. We're going to wrap it in foil with a little butter, a little seasoned salt. Let it just sit there. Let it get a little. What day are you doing this? You can do, I'm going to do this probably Tomorrow? Monday. No, Monday's the day to okay. do this. Mm-hmm. Little corn. Let it get a little charred. Right, It's mm-hmm. in the foil. you got to peek at it every once in a while. Get a little of that crispy, delicious black stuff on the outside. Not a lot. There's a, there's a sweet spot. Cut the kernels off the cob. Little black beans, little cilantro, red onion, jalapeno, a little bit of that, salt and pepper, a little squeeze of lime, bam, side. Sounds like a dude that knows what he's doing. Can I throw this out there? Uh-huh. I'm not done yet. Can I just throw this? <laughs> In the middle of your Hall of Fame speech, uh-huh. I just cut you off. Uh, can I Can I throw this out there? If you're a listener and you know, you're know you grilling something up this weekend, mm-hmm. you make something this weekend, do me a favor. Tag myself, tag Travis over yeah, the weekend. Whatever idea. you put together. I need the recipe, though. I don't just want the picture. Well, I want to know how you do it. Tag us on Twitter. And, Trav, I want when we come back on Tuesday, I want you to say, hey, 
this dude knows what he's doing. Done. This guy, uh, not all that great, but then give that person some suggestions. That guy's wrong. Do a little post game of whatever anybody did over I the I like weekend. that. I gave Kirk Morris in my uh, Korean and barbecue. You said he went right to work. Korean barbecue chicken wings. He mm-hmm. made them, sent me a picture. Bueno. Good job. Bravo, Kirk. He, okay. he nailed it. Finish up with you. I'm going to give you a drink. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a drink. You've got your, 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 your uh, garlic lime chicken thighs, mm-hmm. you've got your corn salad. And now we're going to have a cocktail. We're going to have a little fun with the cocktail. It's a little bit sweet, which I typically don't like, but we can make it a little less. So you get a can um, from the, the freezer of the pink lemonade frozen concentrate thing, right? The, the, sure, everybody has right? nine of those in there. Yep. No, you got it. You got it. You, you, you go and get it, right? Mm-hmm. Half of that into a blender. Hmm. Fill the blender with ice. Pour a beer in there. Dealer's choice, whatever you like. I like Mexican beer, so a little, little uh, Modelo in there. Especial, not the Negro. And then, as however wild you want to get, you fill the rest with vodka. It can be a little, it can be a lot. It tastes like a Slurpee because the beer makes it nice and frothy, mm-hmm. and the ice makes it like the Slurpee factor, and it will wreck you. It will abs. It's called a skip and go naked, and it will make your socks roll up and down. Do you want it us to fantastic. have a not great three hour show on Tuesday? Is this oh, what I'll we're going fine. with? I, this, this Do it is, at noon. This is, me. this is like I'm like a Do runner. it at noon on Monday. No, right, I'm going to start at noon. That's We're what not I'm saying. Finish until a little later. Dodgers play the Cardinals, I think, on uh, on Monday. On Monday, so we'll we'll, we'll transition into that. But there you go. There's Drink, nothing that you just sugge- suggested that didn't sound amazing. Yeah. There's nothing on that list that didn't sound amazing. Yeah, right. look, look at me. Do I Send, look like I don't know what I'm doing? Whatever you grill up this weekend, tag Travis and I. Trav, you do a little post game on uh, on Tuesday. You got it. It's time for the dump. So, last night, East Carolina and Appalachian State played a football game against each other. Yep. And this thing was all over the Great internet. Game. Awesome game. Do you there have was, the get, – get the box score up real quick, Funch. There was the a – third quarter. Mayonnaise eating contest. Like, yep. first of all, eating contests, pretty gross as a general rule. Don't like them, but mayonnaise – like, could, could you even eat a spoonful? If I just said, here, here's a big helping spoonful of Best Foods mayonnaise, could you just eat that straight up? No question about it. Really? Not at all. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. disgusting. It's yeah, awful. that's bad. That's really, really awful. bad. Awful. But first of all, let me just say this. I love the idea on the concept. <laughs> the fact that two people are competing in a mayonnaise eating contest, and this is what goes viral on Twitter. <laughs> And this is where our society is today. <laughs> there you go. Where everybody's saying to themselves, you know, whether you think it's disgusting or whatever. I think most people are going to think the fact that it happened and we spend time talking about it, that's a special And, and I'm not like one of these mayonnaise jihadis who wants it off of everything. Like, I, I, I mayonnaise is fine on a sandwich and, you okay. know, whatever. It's fine. I'll, I'll eat it. I don't hate it. It's fine. But Emily said last night in the group chat that was, unless this was for free tuition, I'm not participating in a mayonnaise eating contest. It's just revolting. Yeah, I, I didn't. I'm actually not one to just watch the video and see them take it down. <laughs> I didn't have to watch the video. I'm sure some people were critiquing it and doing a post game show. I didn't do that. All right. So Hank Bachmeyer's the quarterback for Boise State, and there was a lightning storm during their game last night. So they, you know, for safety, they take the, the players off the field, send yep. them back to the locker yep. room. He jumped on his laptop, got on a Zoom, and was in class in his football uniform yesterday while his classmates are in there doing their thing. He's in the locker room, full uniform, taking his class. Love it. The man. It's so Are good. you kidding me? How cool is that? This dude's sitting there. He's like, all right, we got third down coming up, couple lightning flashes. He's like, all right, let's go back in there. I really got to get get back into this history class. <laughs> Look, one of the few people. Would you have done that? School- <laughs> no. 
That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I love about this no, guy. The, the, the best part of being a collegiate athlete was getting to skip class with permission. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know, you, you, everybody can skip it whenever you want without permission, but being like, yeah, I'm excused from this. I'm not, you're, not, you're not dragging me in there. Never. Not going to happen. All right. The original ending of Karate Kid 3. We all like Cobra Kai. You more than others because you think Daniel LaRusso is not, a listen, good actor. I don't think that. The world thinks that. Wrong again. Their season four is coming up in December. They've already given a green light for season five. Okay, so we're going to get more. So season Cobra four Kai. comes out in December. In December, okay. green lit for season five. Mm-hmm. We might not have gotten any of this. This is from a 2014 interview with Mandatory. Uh, the director of Karate Kid Three, John G. Avildsen, said, talking about the ending of Karate Kid Three. Yep. I thought that Ralph's character should die at the end of the third one. He gets in a fight defending Mr. Miyagi's honor, and he dies in the fight. Miyagi feels so devastated that he says, I taught him too well. Had they made that movie, Cobra Kai would not exist. However, if it means seeing the screen death of Daniel LaRusso, I'm all for it. Imagine one of the greatest actors of all time. (laughs) Imagine Robert De Niro. Or Marlon Brando. <laughs> uh-huh. Or Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Imagine any of these guys in one of their unbelievable performances <laughs> don't make it to a, a sequel. Just the fact that this is even thrown out, just the fact that this got out in public, I almost feel like this is another country that has gone out of their way and infiltrated our intelligence to let that information out. <laughs> Have you ever been in a movie, like, this hasn't happened as much anymore, but ever been in a movie where people were so into the story, yeah. so invested By the way, if that happened, just real quick, Karate Kid 3, if he <laughs> literally died, I'm, I'm, you know how many kids you're going to have scarred for life? I'm still scarred that Mufasa went out in Lion King. Well, that was sad. Mufasa was awesome. Mufasa was a good dad. That's my point. And when Scar threw him off into the wildebeest stampede, can't do that, that was terrible. I'm a certain age, you can't do no, things like well, that. But here's the rub. What I was going to finish and saying was, have you guys ever been in a movie theater where the end people erupt in applause? Mm-hmm. Like, they love the movie, right? Yeah. That, what an amazing movie. Yeah! Which is kind of corny, but yes. But, but it, it speaks to true emotion. That mm-hmm. it's not real, but you feel, you're feel you feeling something. Okay. Had LaRusso gotten don't, killed don't on screen? That. Don't say that. There would have been, woo! Just the unbel- He's the worst protagonist in the history of cinema. I'd have been in the corner the of that theater. Uh, weeping? Hyperventilating. <laughs> they killed Daniel LaRusso? <laughs> yeah! Should have done Doesn't it, Doesn't sound Albertson. like a good idea. You should have done it, Albertson. Dodgers win how many, Slee? They'll take two or three. Two or three. They win tonight? They win... Hmm, that's a good one. I think they win tonight. I think they lose tomorrow. I think that's the one. And then Bueller and says, then Bueller, we'll take Bueller care of business on Sunday. We start on, we start on Tuesday. Tuesday at 9.55. Don't forget, 9.55 on Tuesday. Travis and Slee, we got a whole nother hour. You ready, Slee? ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch any of this uh, this week's shows, and then starting on Tuesday, we'll start at 9.55. One more time, 9.55 on Tuesday, the new Travis and Slee show. We'll Have see a good you weekend. 710 ESPN.